Welcome to I Caught It on Audio. This is Is This Song Good Episode 85. The Beatles, Now and Then. Hello and welcome to I Caught It On Audio. In today's episode, we are continuing our Is This Song Good series. Uh, the theme this time around is posthumously released songs. And um, this is our first so, uh, episode in this series. And we're doing a song that uh, my son Jack suggested we do. And he's actually with us today. Uh, he suggests we do the recently released Beatles song now and then. So, uh, Jack, why don't you tell us uh, how you came to listen to the Beatles and um, why you, why you wanted us to do this song? Okay. So, my parents listened to the Beatles a lot in the car, and my music taste mostly comes from what they listened to, and that's how I got into the Beatles. And then I got really into the Beatles um, and I listened to almost all their songs. And then I heard that they were working on the new song now and then. So I'd been looking forward to that. Like when I he uh, heard about it. Yeah. So um, Dan, why don't you tell us what you think of, uh, think of this song? I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's a good song. It it's, it's not, you know, yesterday or a day in the life or anything like that, but it is the only remaining available demo with John Lennon on it, I think. Yeah. So (laughs) it's dubbed as the last Beatles song. Yeah. And you know, this was originally attempted back in the mid nineties when they did that Beatles anthology on ABC Mm -hmm. Uh, and they put, you know, the, uh, the compilation album from it and and they did free as a bird and real love and they had better quality demos for that and this feels very much in line with those you're like yes this is recognizably a beatles song it sounds like them and it's a you know as usual the beatles always like write really really catchy and beautiful melodies you got the ringo style drumming you know it just and the you know the Paul McCartney bass line, it, it feels very much in line with that. Not a if if this was just a song off of you know Revolver or something, you wouldn't think it's one of the great Beatles songs. But because you know we don't get Beatles songs anymore, you're like, sweet, this is a good Beatles song. Yeah. We'll take it. The production was um was weirdly um full, you know, especially considering the. The still slightly thin sounding Lennon vocals. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the piano sounds super full and it's got the orchestration and Hey, you know what? They, they can, um, McCartney and, uh, Ringo Starr can finish the song however they want. I know that they had too much tape hiss or whatever on the original demo to get it done back in the nineties. And then technology solved that problem. Um, and you know, they have the right to do however they want. And I don't think it really hurts the song much, but it is something I noticed. That's my only real complaint. It's, you know, a nice sort of little melancholy song, you know, really pretty, uh, great melodies. And it feels like the Beatles, broadly speaking, because you got the harmonies and the bass and the drums. And yeah, it was, uh, I, I, I quite enjoyed listening to it. I thought this, this is another good Beatles song, if, if not one of their, you know, wouldn't, I don't know that it would go on the greatest hits, but it's definitely a good song. 
Dave, why don't you give your thoughts next since you often go last in these situations? Yeah. <laughs> well, I hated it. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that, seem, that seems to be the way it's been going lately. Dan goes, Zach goes, and then I argue with everything you guys just said. But no, I agree with everything <laughs> you just said, Dan. Um, this is a wonderful song. It's great to hear the Beatles again. It's great to hear uh, John Lennon's voice in a new song, singing new words and all that stuff. It's unfortunate that the his original recording was on just a you know regular old cassette that was muddied with you know probably inadequate miking and all that stuff. It was it was recorded as a demo. It was recorded as something that he would then bring to a studio and then re-record all the parts just to keep the ideas right obviously and then uh yeah they weren't able to extract his voice well in the 90s and then uh peter jackson had this technology uh brand new technology that he'd been working on and was able to pull the vocals out um flawlessly and man it is it is good it's it is thin and i think that's again due to the original source material being on a lackluster medium but um i love it i think it's great i love the baseline the lyrics are hauntingly uh good like it's it's weird that it's lennon singing the song you know how he, he thinks about wanting to be a part of wanting some someone else to be a part of his life every now and then from time to time he misses them when it's as the listener you kind of get this feeling of i wish john lennon could yeah be be in in my life from time to time again yeah uh, if, if this wasn't a if this was the exact same song by somebody else it wouldn't have the uh sort of additional baggage or, or heft behind it because of most people's, you know, cultural relationship to the Beatles and John and, you know, John Lennon dying young, you know, and so long ago, but I think you're right. Yeah. That, that adds a def- additional emotional punch to it that it wouldn't have had otherwise. I don't know. What do you think, Zach? I really liked it as well. Uh, it, you know, like, like you guys said, it's got that modern production in there, but it's not excessively compressed or overdriven or any of those things. Right. Uh, it feels full for the parts that are added in. But it uh, it it feels it feels fine. It feels like you know what I would expect a, a remaster would sound like from something a long time ago. And I, I really like. I, I don't. I mean, it's definitely a Beatles song, but I, I feel like it's more of a what could have been. Yeah, uh, it's sort of a glimpse through history. You know, you've got you've got the part that comes from from John Lennon. I was recorded uh, late seventies, I believe, and then you've got the part uh, that. Um, Whatever parts, I don't know exactly which ones, but definitely the George Harrison um, guitar embellishments were were yeah. added in from the from the mid nineties, mm-hmm. and then um, you've got the bass and the drums and and the strings and uh, and the slide guitar added in um, now. So it's this nice little kind of retrospect. You get a little little bit of a, a different time periods, and it all it all works together really well. It's very emotional. It's very uh, unique and. I really liked the, the the strings and the slide parts, the the parts uh, that where it's just you know kind of like the soloing, and um, it really elevates the, what's being said in the in the uh, lyrical parts. 
I also watched the uh, the YouTube documentary about it. It's about 12 minutes long. And I really like the part where they're talking about how they had to uh, kind of come up with this fake name when they were going to re- record the string parts <laughs> so that nobody would know that it was actually the the Beatles song being worked on. Right. Uh, it was that, you know, they just thought it was, oh, something for, for Paul McCartney for his for his next album or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a really, really good one. It's, uh, it's a fun, nice little, um, fire kind of brings closure, I think to the, uh, the Beatles, the Beatles catalog. Um, and I hope, I hope that it stays that way. I hope that we don't get to a point where this, uh, the music record companies decide that they want to, dump everything into an AI um, generation machine and create new Beatles songs based on, on the old, because I'd rather just have it be, you know, as close to what it could have been and just leave it at that and let them let their body of work speak for itself. Yeah. And that's, that's the scary thing about AI, but also, I mean, without it, we wouldn't have this song, right? I mean, that's, essentially what it, what uh, Peter Jackson's thing is it's machine learning and it was able to separate the voice from the piano and the recording. And it's phenomenal because there's no other way that this song gets made without that. Right. But then it's scary to think that it could then learn how to write a Beatles song and there would be endless non Beatle contributor Beatles songs, you know? Uh, Yeah. It really dilute. Uh, yep. dilute it. I got a question for Zach, uh, not Zach. I have a question for Jack. Um, number one, why does your name sound so much like Zach's? Uh, <laughs> You're gonna have um, to ask my but, parents for that one. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting point. You know, um, we don't know how to spell. <laughs> they were trying trying to name after Zach and failed. <laughs> Z's and J's are very similar. Yeah. So, um, you have more recently gotten into the Beatles because obviously you weren't alive when we were like, I don't know how it is for you, Zach, but Dave and he, I got he into wasn't the alive when we were teenagers. You're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dave and I were getting into, to the Beatles, like in high school. Yeah. About um, his age, mid nineties. Right? right. And so, and for me, I really, really got into the Beatles then and really enjoyed it. And part of the, some of the songs I knew just from existing and my parents loved the Beatles. So it had been around, um, but then I really got into it and, you know, I, I listened to a bunch of the Beatles stuff and I'm not saying that I'm not a big Beatles fan now exactly, but I'm not, I'm not an active Beatles fan. And so there's this like, you know, 30 years ago, almost when I was like really listening to the Beatles a lot more. And then I don't really listen to the Beatles very often anymore. So this feels very spaced out from that era for me. So I don't know if, uh, if my opinions on it are, are changed, you know, to me, it sounds a lot like intellectually, like the free as a bird or real love. There is a, a question coming if you were wondering. But <laughs> <laughs> what I wonder is, Jack, you, you've been listening to them more recently. Um, it sounds like, does this feel like a normal Beatles song? Like, like just a, another Beatles song? Or is, is there something different about it? Does it feel like, does this fit right in for you? Or does this feel different than, than your, your knowledge of the other Beatles songs that, that you enjoy? I, I think it fits in well, like I think for the tools that they had and the poor medium of the cassette recording, I think that they did a great job and they made it sound like a genuine Beatles song. 
Yeah, I, I would agree um, that he feels that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would agree that it does. For me, it does. It also feels like a real Beatles song. And it it's wonderful that they were able to get, you know, Paul McCartney and uh, Ringo Starr involved in the in the the making of the the finishing of this song and even George Harrison you know the stuff from the 90s when they tried to do it initially I think it uh, I think it's a testament to especially Paul McCartney's songwriting abilities and integrity that he just it, it they really nailed the uh the overall feel of the of the music and even though that slide guitar part isn't George Harrison, uh, it was Paul McCartney doing that. It right. feels very much like a, a George, something George Harrison would have come up with. Yeah, and it's it's based on something that he had written. But I, what I would imagine happened was the uh, the time, you know, the the meter of the songs, the re- George Harrison recording didn't match the the what they were, the current version was. So they had to re-record the actual part. Yeah. And these guys spend so much time together. They, oh, yeah. I, I oh, think yeah. they could kind yeah. of know a little bit about what, you know, they couldn't always do exactly the same thing, but they would know enough about, yeah. about their stylings that they could kind of reproduce it. And McCartney is, he's a, he's a musical genius, but he's not a, uh, he's not a, th- a theory guy, but he always, yeah. always, I mean, he wrote an opera without knowing how to write, you know, write, write down music. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's able to be like if he hears it, he can execute it. You know, yeah. He's he's he was the most talented, I think, musically of all of all the Beatles. You know, um, yeah, as good agree. as everybody was, as good as songwriters, and you might even argue Lennon was a better songwriter because he had more of an edge. But um, mm-hmm. I think as far as facility with instruments and being able to turn what he hears into something to present down, I, I don't think there's anyone better than McCartney. So he was able to do that, and it's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jack, does this fit in? Uh, is this what in the your top half of Beatles songs? Is it kind of in the middle? Is it too early to tell? Is it maybe a little lower down? In, in my opinion, all of the Beatles songs are at the top, but um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's. I. I think. Yeah, it's too early to tell. <laughs> the nice thing is, you get to spend time with it in the phase when you're really getting to know the Beatles. So it'll be, it'll have a fair shake. I think for me, it's hard for me to give it a fair shake because, uh, you know, it's, it's so removed from my initial like dive into the Beatles. I don't know if you, uh, Zach and Dave, you guys feel that way too. Yeah. When I think about it from that perspective, I try to think of where I thought, um, free as a bird fit. And because that was, Mm -hmm. that was the the new Beatles song that came out while we were listening to the Beatles for the very first time, you know? Um, and I, I really like that one and I think this one does just as well. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to listen to some Beatles, I'm probably going to throw on revolver, but, um, right. Yeah. This, this is just as good. And I'll, I'll be happy if, if YouTube music decides to throw it on in, in a playlist that I start listening to. Absolutely. You guys have anything else, uh, on this one? Nope. No, it's, no. A, it's just an enjoyable song. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh let's vote. Is this song good? Jack, why don't you start? Um yeah, I yeah. Yes. Okay. Dan? Uh yes. Zach? Yep. So it sounds like it's unanimous. This song is gonna make our I caught it on audio sixty four tacos approved playlist. Um 
Next week, we've got, actually, it's going to be two weeks. We've got a song that you picked, Dan. What, what song is that? We are going to do uh, the Nirvana song, You Know You're Right, which came out in 2002. And it's the, uh, the last, we just did the last Beatles song, uh, hopefully. And mm-hmm. uh, now we're going to do the last Nirvana song, hopefully. All right, excellent. So tell us what you think about the, uh, the Beatles song uh, now and then in the comments, if that's something you can do. Um, tell us whether you think the song is good or not. Uh, if you like, if you want more content like this, you can find everything we've done at 64tacos.com. And if you really liked it, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash 64tacos. You can buy us a taco. Thanks for listening. I caught it on audio. (laughs) 